Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 27 about state parks in Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. I'm Christina. And this week's episode is brought to you by RV Share. If you're looking to add some adventure to your life but don't have an RV or a travel trailer, Look at RV Share. They take the worry away with pickup and drop off options. Whether you're looking for destination camping or some peace and serenity in the great outdoors, hassle free adventure awaits with RV Share. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash RV Share for our top RV rental picks in Florida to begin your camping adventure. So this week, before we talk about the state parks, let's go into our Florida travel tip of the week. Christina, have you checked out the Florida National Scenic Trail? Pieces and parts, but this is just such a cool thing. I did not know this existed until we were starting to do some of our state park research. And it's part of our national forest system. In fact, the link is a forest system link, which we will have in the show notes. But it's better known as the Florida Trail. It's a federally designated non-motorized recreation trail that meanders approximately 1,500 miles. That might take a day or two. <laughs> Man, how fast do you walk? <laughs> I'm a speed walker. It goes across some of the state's most beautiful and unique landscapes in the entire country. So check out our show notes to take a look at the Florida National Scenic Trail. And Tanya. Yes, ma'am. While you're taking that trail, pack that sunscreen. Oh, good tip. (laughs) So we are finally talking about the state parks in Florida. I'm so excited. So funny because I feel like we've been hinting at this episode for weeks and weeks and we we give little tidbits and everything else and we're like but it's still coming it's still coming it was definitely a work in progress (laughs) what i love about the national park or the national parks look at you i'm reading my show notes and i was gonna say that people are often looking at the national parks (laughs) to explore the great outdoors and we did talk about the national parks in florida back on episode 14 But the state parks, there's so many state parks. Do you know how many state parks we have in Florida? You ask me these questions all the time. And like, (laughs) I'm just going to say, let's let Tanya answer. 175. You know what else is funny? I feel like that more, I discover more and more every single time. Like, I didn't know that was a state park. (laughs) I agree. And what astounds me is I'm doing research for a trip out of state And I'm looking at other states' state park systems. I've not seen so many state parks in some of the states that I've researched. So I think it's astounding that we have this many natural areas to go out and explore. I love it. So a couple things I wanted to talk about before we get into some of our top choices for state parks is the fees to get into the state parks. These vary by park. So if you're looking uh, for some place to go, you are going to pay a fee to get in and make sure you check out floridastateparks.org and search for where you're going. However, I have a tip to alleviate some of that cost. I love this tip. Well, okay. It's not alleviate. You're going to pay money. (laughs) Well, it does alleviate it really sort of. But did you know you could get an annual pass for the state parks? Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. This is, um, it's $120 for a family. 
annual entrance pass. Now you can go a little bit cheaper and just get a individual entrance pass for $60. However, if you are a family of four, the family annual entrance pass allows park entry for up to eight people entering as a group. Nice. So fill up your car and go for $120 a year. If you're going to the state parks often and you're paying $5 here and $10 here per person, that $120 is going to go a lot further. Mm -hmm. The other thing I found was Visit Florida has a really great tool to find the perfect state park for you. With 175 parks, there's no way we can visit them all or no way to know what's out there. We use this to research. There are sliders on this website, which again, where am I going to put it? In the show notes? <laughs> you like to point that out all no, the time. I, I was thinking in my head, like, where's she going to put it in the app in her phone? Like a folder? Was <laughs> no. she trying to file something? <laughs> the link will be in the show notes. And if you take a look at this link, it has sliders to decide if you want popular parks or hidden gems, overnight or day trip type parks, snorkels or sneakers. I love that one, snorkel or sneakers. <laughs> I do too. Where else can you re research your state parks snorkel by whether you can sneakers. snorkel? <laughs> and then cultural or natural. And that alone should give you an idea of the variety and diversity in our state parks. There's a lot of it. So let's go into some of our top choices for state parks. Oh, we have... A lot of choices. We do. And like we said, we've talked about these. We've talked about a bunch of them, but these are some of the best. These are some of the best. You want to go ahead and start us off with a couple that we have talked about. At least we'll highlight, hey, we have talked about these state parks and where we can find out more about them. Yeah, sure. We talked about um, Silver Springs in our Ocala episode number 23. Um, oh, we go into detail on, on that in there, but this is a 4,000 acre park on one side where you can go in and explore um, and take a glass bottom boat. You, <laughs> you can take a glass bottom boat while um, going down the river and, and seeing kayaks going right by you. <laughs> they share the river. It's fun. Um, and the other side has um, five miles of paddling. And you, I mean, the five miles of paddling is all these, it's sort of like these um, nooks and crannies as you're going along, you can kind of veer off the trail and go in these little alcoves or go around a special side loop somewhere. It's a really neat little trail of, of um, um, places to paddle in Silver Springs. One of the other ones we talked about was in our own backyard here in Claremont on episode nine. We talked all about Claremont, but Lake Louisa State Park, I think, is a lot of fun because they have glamping. Yeah, this is new to them. I know. They have those extraordinary canvas tents with air conditioners, I might add. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can not have... exactly camping, but... That's why it's called glamping. Glamping. <laughs> This is new around all over. I mean, there's a lot of campgrounds that are upgrading like Lake Louisa is. Exactly. I mean, how much, how fun is that? You can go have that camping experience, but like you're in this big safari tent as well. And they have so many trails to walk and explore. You get a different landscape on every trail, I swear. Lake life for sure in Lake Louisa. Yes. Wiki Watch, we talked about in episode 25, that was not that long ago on our part of our road trip series. That's um, right. And Wiki Watch is a personal favorite of mine. It's home of the mermaids. 
Um, but Wikiwachi Springs also has paddling and they have um, water park there. They've got that water park. How we have a water park and a state park, I think is so cool. I know. And it's gotten so much bigger over the years. It's a really cool little state park there. Another favorite of ours is Wakaiva State Park. That's in the Orlando area. We talked about that back on episode six. Oh, great park. Great, great park. Um, all of these, some of these are attached to the springs, like Wakaiva River and Wikiwachi and Silver Springs. They're attached to that nice, cool, year-round, 72-degree temperature water. They make a great destination, especially for a day park. Yep. Homosassa State Park, um, of course... Home of the manatees. It's actual mermaids. So what, they have a name, something mermaids. I can't remember what they what the name is. I, I know that people used to mistake the manatees for mermaids. Yeah, I'm not sure where this, you're going. They have a funny name about being mermaid. But I, I know they're also called sea cows, but I don't think you no, should be calling any mermaids a cow. No, that would not be very nice. <laughs> uh, this one... The next one I found, so now we've we've covered some of the ones that we've talked about, that we've been to. This one I thought was so cool. Did you know that in Big Shoals State Park, it is the largest whitewater rapids in Florida? I'm surprised that there's any whitewater in Florida. I know that there is some, but it is it always baffles me. <laughs> I had no idea you could just go a little north to Big Shoals, which... I think Big Shoals is up off of the Suwannee River. Uh, so it's it's in North Florida. It has limestone bluffs towering 80 feet above the banks of the Suwannee River. I mean, again, who knew we had something other than flat, swampy lands no here? <laughs> and when the water level is between 59 and 61 feet above sea level the rapids can be a class three whitewater classification Dang, that's really good because like i've white water raft before up in north carolina and they're like twos threes fours and those are those are pretty tough for the average person i know i think that's what's really cool about this is because you don't have to go that far to get some whitewater rafting in i i think that's gonna have to be on my on my list it's on my short list for sure i'm yeah. bringing my kayak there absolutely Wait, you're going to white water raft down the kayaks? Heck tiny? yeah, oh, why not? Geez. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to fall in? You might. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to be nearby, I think. I am not my husband. He's the one that falls in. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him. Let's see if Wally heard this episode. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. Kissimmee Prairie State Park in Okeechobee. Okay, so this is funny because when we were researching this, I remember you pointing this out that it says Kissimmee, but it's in Okeechobee. Right. Because we have Kissimmee right here in Orlando. It's Yeah, I think it's just because it's that whole area is part of uh, the prairie mm -hmm. of, prairie mean, there's a prairie in florida there is there's another one that we're going to talk about in a little bit too that's more prairie this is a uh, florida's first dark sky park in the international dark sky association i bet that you didn't know that that is a really cool fact to learn <laughs> the dark sky association I, tanya what's the dark sky this one i do have an answer for i know you do it is a dark sky <laughs> this happens way too often way too often this is why they love us christina <laughs> i i put any of you in my shoes for one day with tanya 
Oh. <laughs> the Dark Sky Association is just that. It, it, it is a association that recognizes areas for having a dark sky, meaning there's no light pollution. Light pollution can come from billboards. It can come from just street lamps and homes. This area is designated as a dark sky, which means you get to see more stars. Bring your telescope. Oh, there are places that have Uh dark sky festivals. And that is one we'll talk about. Hopefully when we talk about our fall and winter festivals, there was a place I have to research to see if they're still active, but there was a place not probably not far from here that had a dark sky festival and we've been and it is it's really really cool just we talked about being out on the water during you know a right during the during the the new new moon moon. where there's absolutely no light and it is it's incredible and so again you don't have to go out west i think a lot of people look to go out west to get those dark skies right because we have so many cities here the cities the light itself will change the look of the sky at night Yes. So dark sky designated at Kissimmee Prairie State Park. Oh gosh, this next one. My my parents camped here. I have been dying to get into this park to camp. Why? Anastasia State Park. I, I don't, it's, it, there's so much here and it's such a beautiful, beautiful campground. It's extremely coveted. Everybody wants to camp here. So it's a little challenging to get into, but totally worth it. Ancient Dunes Natural Trail. So we talked about the Timaquam when we were talking about St. Augustine and Jacksonville yeah. and the uh, national parks up there, yeah. the Timaquam in the area of Fort Caroline and uh, Kingsley. Kingsley Plantation. Plantation. Yeah. So they have a lengthy lagoon for windsurfing, miles of beaches for strolling, sandbars and shallow areas for swimming, and a campground tucked neatly under the canopy of windswept sand live oaks. Who wrote that? <laughs> you you did? Or did no, you copy I and paste it? it? I just <laughs> I mean, I copied it and I put it in here and I'm now I'm reading it and I'm like, that was a brilliant description. <laughs> Kudos to whoever used those adjectives. Although there's three potential hikes in this park. Um there's a beach one where you can explore the old Spanish quarries. There's ancient dunes um, that you can, well, I mean, th- those are probably not like a hiking kind of, don't hike on the dunes. They're oh. ancient dunes. Well, I mean, if there's a nature trail though, right. too. And have you ever walked on dunes before? No, yeah, no that's not. <laughs> it's like one yeah, step but forward, you know, two like, steps back. <laughs> it, it's the whole little kids like to climb on the dunes kind of thing. Oh. Um uh, the Ancient Dunes Trail is the official nature trail at the park. It starts at the back of the campground, and it provides an up-close look at the native habitats that flourish on the windy shore. I wonder why they say it's a potential hike. I wonder if some of these are closed due to the fact that dunes change. Yeah, I don't I would know. assume that some of that is, you know, landscape changes, dunes change. So always check the visitor center for these places, too, to make sure where you want to go is open. So yeah, so there's three three potential ones there, but <clears throat> the ancient dunes is like there. That's what they're known for. So um, they their camping is right on the beach. And the cool part about their camping is it's a combination of beach, but 
it's also got a woody feel to it, like a like a in the woods campground on the beach. Oh, no wonder it's coveted. That right? sounds delightful. And they have birding and geocaching, hiking, paddling. Um, and here's something cool too: They're, the coquina quarries are there. And if you listen to our St. Augustine episode, we talked about how a lot of the buildings over there were built from coquina, which is the tiny little shells mashed up, and they basically form into a you can like a hard um, surface Sturdy to build too. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the coquina quarries are on the National Historic Registry. So something kind of neat to see in a, and just a little regional thing for you. That's very cool. I, I looked at that and looked at the pictures of the dunes. And again, we talked about how different our beaches are in this state. And the diversity just going to the beach and going to this area is different than some of the other beaches we've talked about. So I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Anastasia State Park, that's North Florida? No, northeast. Okay, Northeast, near, not too far from Jacksonville, Correct, right. St. Mm-hmm. Augustine area. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so we talked about a prairie before. This one I thought was, again, astounded me that we had this here in Florida. Payne's Prairie State Park in Micanopy. Is that how you say? I said, I always say Micanopy. Micanopy. It looks like my canopy. It does look like it does look like my canopy. Yeah, near Gainesville. My canopy. I'm British. When I saw this park and I looked at some pictures of this park, I thought I was looking <laughs> at the big wild wild. I was thought I was looking. I've been researching South Dakota. I thought I was looking at South Dakota. They have herds of wild horses and bison on the prairie in this area. You have made a wrong turn. <laughs> You're a little south of South Dakota. (laughs) Who knew that we had bison and wild horses? Again, people go out of the state to see these things and experience wild horses and roaming bison. And you don't have to go that far. You can just go to Gainesville. This is the perfect example of what we have been saying all along on this podcast. Florida is the most well-rounded state in our entire country. I mean, you have everything from... Beaches to hiking to bison to surfing to you name it we have we have it all. No kidding, no kidding. You could go surfing one day and riding roam. the wild horseback on another. Well, I don't. I mean, you have to catch the wild horses if you're. I mean, do that. stop squelching my dreams. <laughs> okay then. All right. Um, this next one, I feel like we are. This is not the first time we're going to talk about this place. No, we actually have put this in another episode again, because, you know, sometimes these things fit in two different topics. And also it just gives you more information on it. So if you're looking for a little history in our state parks, where do we go? Um, Olusti State Park. Sure. Is that how you say that? I I said Olusti it's and oh. you say Micanopy, I say Micanopy, <laughs> I say Olusti, you say Olusti. Tomato, whatever, tomato. Whatever. <laughs> you or me? Go ahead. Okay. Olusti State Park is home to the state's largest Civil War battle. It's near Lake City um, by I-10. and uh, What is that? I, I, I don't know what that note is. Um, I know that... <laughs> Visitors can enjoy a meal at the picnic area or take a walk along the mile-long trail that has interpretive signs describing the events of the battle. And then every year in February, they have a reenactment. 
That's amazing because um, this state is, there's a lot of Civil War places throughout the state. Which I, again, had no idea until I started looking for things to do for my kids when there was history and um, there was reenactments and battles. And again, you think Civil War, you tend to think Tennessee and Georgia and the Carolinas, and you think about those places as having reenactments. You can find them here, too. My son is obsessed with signs that one mile long hike could take us eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it could. I mean, and again, mine, mine was the same way yep. when he was that age. So, um, yeah, it was I-10 and I-75 is what that note was, by the way. Oh, yes, because all you have to do is look at the little characters and figure sure. out what you were trying to type. Good but the, the battle took place on February 20th. So, you know, look for reenactments. I would imagine that there will be one next February. And, oh, this, I thought this was cool, too. So when we talked about Civil War, there's some great Civil War movies and filming for um, the 1989 movie glory um, had been filmed during some of those reenactments that's so cool so some of those reenactments and some of those films you know came down to florida amazing rainbow river go for it goodness that place i said anastasia park was coveted this is I mean, I've been trying forever to camp at this place because everybody loves Rainbow River. And I love Rainbow River. You don't too. have to camp to stay. I mean, you don't have to camp to stay at these places. So hearing me say it's hard to get in there, that's not I don't mean it's hard to get in for the day. So go to Rainbow River. Oh my goodness. The fourth largest spring in Florida. They have man-made waterfalls there. Remember, we were just talking about We did. We talked about this a little bit on our Ocala area episode because yeah. it's not too far from there. No, but like there's white water in Florida. Yes, this is man-made, but it is such a cool man-made waterfall they're beautiful yeah. too and they're so neat yeah um and you can of course take a trip down the river um come back and use the day area by the head springs the water is moving so you can grab a tube you float a cooler in the water and the water is nice and cold so you float a cooler tie it to your tie it to your tube and go on down the river a couple hours come back play in the water rainbow river is one of the clearest rivers i've been on yep. in florida i'm sure there are other clear rivers this one i mean just what you see at the bottom of the river you see the limestone and the grasses and it's um it's just it's gorgeous it is absolutely beautiful i have memories of rainbow river going back to being like eight years old canoeing down the river tubing down the river we've done we've done all of that my i don't know why that park is i mean i guess it's the diff, it's just different it's waterfalls and it's tubing and all that kind of stuff but it's just such a neat park i think it's convenient it's really close to the center of the state that's true so i think it's easy to access yeah. because it's not far from ocala it's not far from that 75 and turnpike area mm -hmm. is just, I mean, for us, I think it's an hour-ish away from our area. So I think, yeah, because it is gorgeous and beautiful and clear, it's a perfect place to go for tubing and kayaking and waterfalls and history. So he weird to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, the waterfalls. Oh, yes. I was like, what did I say? The that was so the weird. I don't know. Such a cool trip to go see the waterfalls in Florida. Yes. <laughs> All right. You want to grab the next one? Bahia Honda State Park. That's like A1A number one place in the Keys. Is it? For camping. 
A, is it near A1A? No. I like saying A1A. It's like A1A in an outline format, you know? Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, everybody who camps, if you go to the Keys, looks for Bahia Honda, and they're always looking for a site there. It's uh, It looks like it's on the edge of the world. Oh, yeah. It's it is. A, I mean, it's so, again, when you're looking for snorkeling, yeah. That, so this. when you put that into your <clears throat> your little slider thing, you have to put snorkeling. <laughs> uh, perfect keys campground. It's like it's you know all around just got everything you need for for camping. Um, but they have snorkeling and kayaking rentals at the campground, and uh, you pretty much have to book that one about a year out. And this one, it is open. They do have. Um, it, it does say here they do have day use capacity yes. but it's limited so the whole park is very limited for size purposes but it's one of the most popular mm-hmm. ones in florida which is why we mentioned it mm-hmm. but yeah this is it's definitely arrive early and and make sure you're planning yeah plan plan to be there early and plan plan to, to if you're gonna stay there plan out a, a ways ahead a long time. I, I actually <clears throat> popped onto the Bahia Honda area of the Florida parks or Florida state parks.org. They have stargazing too. Oh, can yeah. you imagine out there? Well, that makes total sense. Yes. So considering is, that it looks like it's the edge of the world, right? I mean, they're only open until sundown, but if you're camping, that's a great place to stargaze now, as well. A lot of the state parks too are open at, at dawn and close at dusk. So Let's talk a little bit about the things you can do at the state parks. We picked out some of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's no way we're going to cover 175 state parks in this episode. Well, we could, <laughs> but we might lose some listeners. <laughs> that would go on and on and on. <laughs> uh, you uh, mentioned camping, of course, at the state parks. So there's camping. There's everything from rustic tent camping to cabins, glamping, trailer sites obviously some of these places you're looking for you want to put on your travel trailer put your travel trailer in on on (laughs) but you can also go hiking which we've done some hikes in some of the state parks uh we always mention kayaking and canoeing obviously there's a lot of water in florida so (laughs) just about any of these state parks has some sort of water feature to it i think Right. And if they don't, they built one. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Even some of those that are the prairie uh, areas, I've seen lakes and rivers running through. Uh, Fishing, picnicking, horseback riding, family reunions. We had a big conversation about horseback riding and whether you check out or you rent a horse. We've still never confirmed this. So I think someone told me I'm going to need them to tell me again. I, I think <laughs> that they were just giving their opinion. It's an opinion thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. Well, you can do whatever. You can do uh, horseback riding if you've got horses. Bring your horses. Uh, some of the places <laughs> have them for rent. Bring your Yes, you can bring it. Why is that funny to you? I'm just laughing because it's like, bring your bicycles, bring your canoes, bring your horses. <laughs> you know, people who have horses do I that, know. right? <laughs> okay. All on. right, Christina. Talk about camping a little bit. Um, what about, what about? Oh, what? like what I wrote here. <laughs> oh, campsites. 
But, okay, so this is You've another reason. It. Yeah, I did. This. I'm sorry. Camping camping um, in the state parks is very, very popular all, throughout the whole country. But down here, um, the prices in the in the state parks are a little bit cheaper to camp than the rest of the private parks. 16 to $42 a night, depending on the park. Um, some of the more expensive parks because they have more amenities than others. Um, so, you know, pools and such will be at some places. Um um, cabin prices vary from 30 to $160 a night. There's a non-refundable $6.70 reservation fee per reservation, um, not per night, and when making a reservation online and by using the call center. This fee is collected at the time of reservation. Awesome. Now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. This week, you or me? <laughs> I found this one. I thought this was so cool. <laughs> uh, Wonder Made Marshmallows. Oh, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on some of these. I had no idea that this company existed. This is what I love about this little featured Florida product of the week. Um, they're located in Orlando. They have... Great. I mean, they have a whole wonderful list of flavors, lots of, lots of, but they have gold champagne, they have a boozy set, and they have bourbon. Think about this for a second. Bourbon flavored oh, marshmallows or sounds so gold champagne flavored marshmallows. I think we need to do this on our bonfire night. I think so too. I think the bourbon sounds like the perfect fireside yeah, mix that with a little bit of chocolate and graham crackers. And <laughs> yeah, I okay. think I think we need to surprise everyone on a Saturday night. Yes, there's and there's more than that too. There's, oh yeah, there's um, a lot more. I just picked out what I thought was right. Cool. Neapolitan orange chocolate. Oh, so in other words, they don't have to have alcohol. I mean, <laughs> it took us this while to get to this point How in this podcast. <laughs> Ooh, but there's Fireball. Oh yeah. <laughs> And uh, there's a ton of, there's even a beer flavored marshmallow. Okay. Fire, I'm going back to the fireball. Fireball's my yeah, favorite. I, I, so they have, they're in Orlando, you said. That's wondermade.com. You can order from them, <clears throat> I think. <clears throat> yes, you can order online. I just popped onto their Visit Our Sanford store. And there's a picture of someone actually roasting yes. a marshmallow right there That's, in the store. It's so cute. I you love can it. go in, I think, and actually eat, eat there. Like there's there's a way to order at the counter. And, yes, yeah. it looks like an ice cream counter, but probably filled with marshmallows. Marshmallows. It's yeah, perfect. it's like hey, go through the little containers and pick out your ice cream flavor, but it's marshmallows. All right, Christina, where can we find the Florida Travel Pod? Florida Travel Pod can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. And this is also the best place to comment with your favorite tips. Um, have we ever given you an idea or a tip that completely blew your mind? That's the place to comment. Or if it. you have any ideas about some of the things that we've talked about, make a comment there for us. Make sure to check the show notes in your favorite podcast player and visit floridatravelpod.com slash blog for links and more details about everything that you heard in today's episode. And you can also reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This helps others discover our content. This week's review from Jen Hall. I she's got a great review here. I but what I really liked that they wrote was I enjoy their natural easy banter. Banter, mm, Christina. We are banter. Even though you know we get on to each other. <laughs> 
and the fun variety of adventures. No ordinary suggestions to put on the blinders and go to the beach or the theme parks, which again, that's our whole mission, right? Is to help you discover all of those unique places throughout Florida. So thank you so much for that review. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can choose to donate monthly or even a one-time donation. Go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. When you donate, our supporters will get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more depending on your level of support. We may even have some surprises along the way, like maybe we can find some of those marshmallows. Your support allows us to give you the best content from the Sunshine State. Stay tuned next week. We're going to talk all about active adventures around the Orlando area, but that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 